it's September, which, as you know, is both Tourism Month and Heritage Month. And what's your heritage? What's your lineage? Possibly you've given it some thought in this Heritage Month. Well, certainly we all have a great deal to share in terms of our various heritage. And possibly I think that we've possibly got more as much in common as we do have differences. But sharing all of our common heritages or various heritages in one book is Batandwa Mkuba. She's a cultural consultant and she's produced a book called Creative Culture, The Heart and Soul of Africa. And she says, I am writing this book to showcase the citizens to, who take control of these wonderful landscapes, which is in our Joburg studio to tell us all about it. Hi, Batandwa. Good afternoon, uh, Nancy. And Lovely to have listeners. you. Thank you very much. Beautiful book, creative book. Um, Thank you so much. Give us, its, give us its origins. Where did this begin? Why you? Why, why this book? The book was inspired by a number of things. One, the fact that we South Africans do not really get to know or understand who we are or the value that is actually in us as various cultures in South Africa. And secondly, it has been inspired by my bit of travels that I've done outside of South Africa, where, for an example, when you're traveling, someone is asking, when you introduce yourself as a South African, someone would actually ask, are you really from South Africa? Probably expecting you to be in loins and, uh, you know... <laughs> So it has been a mixture of that and more than anything for us South Africans to embrace and understand who we are as a nation. Yeah, that second one is a very good reason. I mean, it's not just, you know, they expect you to be wearing sort of skins and, you know, whatever. It's just that um, very often people are a little bit mystified by South Africa. It's a bit a bit mysterious. That's so true. That is so mm. You know, actually, that it, South Africans themselves are very mystified about us. Uh, I am an example to that because uh, I remember when I went to university, I did not know about a number of cultures in South Africa, only until I was at university that I got to hear that there were people that are called Bedis, there were people that are called Venes, and I realized that, you know, that even in those people from various cultures, I just felt that it's important that we really get to know about all the cultures of South Africa. Now, had you written at any length about all the different cultures of South Africa, we would have been sitting here with about 16 books. But what you've done is you've given us sort of a bit of an overview. Just tell us how you broke it down. The book itself, it's a coffee table book. It has 27 chapters that are actually arranged alphabetically, moving from amazing Afrikaners, beautiful Basutu, compassionate South Africans, up to Zilas Zulus. What I've done, the book, the, uh, 13 chapters in the book that are actually about their people of South Africa from all these various uh, cultures. And then the other 14 chapters, it's about uh, what I've done. I've invited the young people, young learners, young born frees to actually also write their pieces and share what they see about South Africa. For an example, all the letters that do not have cultures, what I've done, we said, okay, tell us or write a piece about D, which is about dynamic South Africans, R is remarkable South Africans, youthful South Africans, and a whole lot of those great South Africans, friendly South Africans. So that's the brief overview. And in each of these chapters, the book itself, it's about joining. It actually bridges the gap of um, hate within these cultures. So for an example, one chapter one, which is Amazing Africaners, has um, about 20 
20 photographs that are actually giving you an overview of what to expect when you are with Afrikaners. There's a, at the end of the chapter, you've noticed, I'm sure you see that, uh, you see that there are greetings. How do you greet Afrikaners? Mm, mm. You go to Basutu, you go to Swadis, we've got knowledgeable Khoisan, we've got precious babies, tenacious Tswanas, Dalende, Tongas, vibrant vendors. Uh, so that's the brief overview of the book. Yes, you definitely take a, a sort of an optimistic and upbeat view of it. Um, you know, but I'm just thinking one has to be terribly careful of stereotyping. I'm looking at this picture of amazing Afrikaners and we've got the lady with the little poke bonnet and she and her, um, whatever his name is, sitting next to some giant pumpkins. I mean, it's, you know, one has to be very careful about stereotyping people. Certainly, that's why the book is about, what the book has done, uh, Nancy, it has first of all addressed who you are, who, what to expect in those particular cultures. Stereotypes, that's why the book is actually trying to address because if you read now, because the picture can tell you more about um, the agricultural involvement of that particular culture, in particular about the Africaners. But then, more than that, it actually talks about each of us valuing and saying that that person counts because because there is a pumpkin it does not necessarily mean that any other person from another culture would not be doing that who did you speak to to get the information because once one starts to talk about heritage and you know different customs and different tribes it very much depends on who you talk to as to what sort of interpretation you're going to get that is so true across all the cultures what i've done i've been working with various people in those cultures in particular with the Afrikaners, i was working with the fort trekker monument i also consulted with the national cultural museum which is ditong uh, I worked as well with various museums. The book, all the book, all these um, places are also mentioned in the book, and as well going to other cultures. Let's say the Basutu. I was working with people from these communities, and you could see that these are live photographs. They have not just been photographed for the sake of taking photographs. I've been working with chiefs and people from these communities. That's why the book is so alive. That's why the book. It has not been. Um, doctored by mm. any chance it has actually been saying this is who we are from that particular culture i suppose it's quite a good thing um to, you know that, that i've got joyous south africans we've got optimistic south africans i think it's an optimistic south africans but there's overcoming know, yes, and, yes and so lots of lots of upbeat things is it uh, do you intend for it to be a sort of the sort of book that tourists might be interested in Right. The book, first of all, uh, it is my wish, it is my, it is my desire that all the households of South Africa would have mm. the book. Because, as I've mentioned earlier, it's about bridging the gap in the cultural divide. Also, it is my desire that the book would also be made available in all the schools in the country, because that's a starting point as well. Also, all the libraries in the country, tourists are very important as well because they, they also ought to hear and understand who we are. So the book is actually meant for literally almost everybody, from your tourists to your household to the corporates in the country to say that you know what, because these corporates, they've got people from all these various um, cultures and cultural groups. It's in English. Um, did, were you were you tempted? I, I know I appreciate that you know at the bottom of uh, all the different uh, cultures you've got you know how to greet people, but were you tempted to perhaps do it in different languages? 
Of course, that was very much key. However, the starting point was to say, okay, let's do something that we could then translate into various languages. Mm. That is something, of course, that we're working uh, towards. We're welcoming people that would want to support that notion because it is critical. South Africa, when you're talking about the heritage, remember language is part of our culture. And South Africa, at this stage, we've got various languages. And it would make proper sense to have the book translated into all those languages. Tell us a little bit about you, Bertandwa. You're an author, speaker, and arts and culture consultant. What's your background in arts and culture? My background in arts and culture, I, uh, I grew up in the Eastern Cape, in the rural areas, uh, specifically in Ngahoni and Tanzani. Got married uh, in Alice uh, from the Kubas. And then my background in arts and culture, it actually started at the age of about, I must have been about the age of eight when I really got the inspiration of wanting to do arts and culture. I remember it was long time ago. I was watching, um, I think it was TV1 or TV2 back mm. in the day. There was a program that was uh, playing every Saturday. They would repeat same episode. And I was inspired by the colors that I saw. It must have been the Ndebeles or the vendors at the time. Can't quite remember. That's where the inspiration. So from there, what I did, I started, I registered a company called the African Show Development with the intent of looking into all the cultures of South Africa. And I worked with the Eastern Cape Provincial Government, Lembopo and Mbumalanga. And then from there, the National Department of Arts and Culture then commissioned me during the 2010 FIFA World Cup to do a show. I then themed it Dare to be Different, which in essence it was showcasing all the cultural attires of um, the clothing of South African people. Also, uh, it was couture clothing, it was traditional, and then it was your Afro, Afro chic kind of a clothing, something that you could literally wear anyway. That's, um, you know, it then picked momentum and then from there that's when then I started to do the research traveling around the country in various places meeting various beautiful people around the country to then come up to this product that is now uh, the book which is Creative Culture the Heart and Soul of South Africa. Hmm, that's quite a journey. Thanks. So, you know one of the things about heritage and culture and customs is that they always feel like they belong in the past. It's very important that they don't get forgotten and they become more relevant to the to the present, not to say the future. It's something that you 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 know you you worked with in the book. Well, to a bit, I think it's important that we know that when you're talking of culture, culture evolves. Culture is absolutely not stagnant. There are two terms that are generally refer when I'm talking about culture. There's a term called acculturation, which is basically myself as of a Tosa origin. When I come across a person of Tswana origin, I would then transfer some skill. I would get something. The person as well would impart some knowledge. So it's about give, give, take and take. So it's that. It's called uh, uh, acculturation. And then another term that I generally refer to is enculturation, which is, uh, I generally say it's by hook or crook, where a culture is imposed on someone. Mm. Either of these two terms, culture evolves. So it is either you would do it in a way that in a fashion that you're saying, you know what, I want to be part of it. Or you would say, you know what, I'm doing it this way where, for an example, I would I'd use my financial muscle at times, or I'd use um, uh, donations, I would use political influence and all that, still influencing that culture, where to a certain point it will certainly change. So the book itself, it has a bit of both. It has a bit of 
the then, it has a bit of the now. But it's very realistic to say that I am a South African. I am proud to be a South African. In this day and age, I am proud to showcase my heritage in form of clothing. I am proud to say that um, um, I also embrace your culture because mm. if you look through the book, you would realize that there are people that have been, uh, let's say for an example, in particular myself, you probably see myself across all the chapters, meaning that I was trying to reach out. And when I was doing that, I would probably stay about a week in each area so that you get to know, you get to feel, you get to experience the culture. You know, just thinking in terms of young people, and it's your dream that the, a, book, a copy of the book should be in every household, in every library. Sometimes with young people, I don't know how many young people, you, very young people that you've spoken to, but sometimes there's a sort of conflict of interest between, you know, what's all happening now, now, you know, social media, the, all the events that are going on, and their history. Did, did you t speak to many young people and were you, were you dismayed or, or um, uh, surprised? Mm -hmm. Pleasantly. A number of people have been very much involved in the process of this. And we ought to remember that when you're talking of culture, the clothing is part of it, language is part of it, but there's a very important part of it, the one that says that we are moving ahead. There's a our national government right now is talking about social cohesion. So when you're talking of social cohesion, we're talking about me reaching to you, Nancy. We're talking about someone reaching to somebody. So youth is very critical and the biggest element in ensuring that they move because they are our future leaders. So in this particular case, I actually have seen them very much interested, very much involved. And I think as well, it's about um, how you get them involved in things. You would look into the people pictures you would see hundreds and hundreds of them mm. in these uh, in, in in these various communities that we worked with so this is something that they truly live i didn't find them to be to be somewhat not interested and of course it has the book itself it has shocked some various culture there was a big culture culture shock where for an example some people felt that you it's my first time to see um, maidens that are going real bare-breasted mm -hmm. and I'm saying this is how we are as South Africans there is so much value in our culture and for that matter for that maintenance you know when you travel abroad people want when they come actually here to South Africa people want to experience our culture they're not very much interested in visiting affluent areas because they stay in those so it's about time to say that let's get something, let's build businesses that will actually develop our culture as an industry so that we get our crafters uh, mobilized in such a way that the products that they're producing are of excellent standards. Let's get them, there when they're doing their dances, they do of excellent standards. Like international, like various countries in the world, I was actually, I had an opportunity uh, that was granted uh, to myself by the National Department of Arts and Culture and the Department of Trade and Industry where I was representing South Africa last month. Um, in the Beijing Book Fair. And let me tell you something. In Beijing, the culture that you'd see, it will be the culture of the Chinese. And I'm very proud of it. So it's about saying, let us embrace our culture. Let us stand up. Let us showcase. Let's start our stuff. Let's embrace it. Let's teach each other as South Africans to say that, you know what? I am of Swati culture, sincere Swati. This is what. And across my travel, I found South Africans to be very welcoming. Mm -hmm. very friendly indeed very compassionate so all the terms and all the chapters that you find they are indeed about who we are as a nation 
Yes, compassionate South Africans, tenacious swanas, talented songers, zealous Zulus. You certainly had a lot of fun with the alliteration, not to mention innovative Indians and elegant English. So uh -huh. <laughs> yes, you, you've enjoyed this book. <laughs> I really enjoy the book. And uh, I must also compliment and thank the people that actually, because the book itself, it has not been just made by myself. There are people I've been working with, um, people that have been really committed that we're doing the photographs. People that, you know, the community have been hosted in these people. And of course, it's not always bright and shiny. There are places where I felt that, you know what, as a nation, we could do so much. So the book is not trying to shun anything that is not um, in order. It's basically saying that, yes, we have issues, but this time around, because we're celebrating our 20 years of uh, democracy, let's celebrate it in style and talk about the positive things that we could do for our nation. Batandwa Mkubal, thank you so much. Absolutely well said and a lovely book. Uh, Batandwa is an author, speaker, arts and culture consultant and her book is called Creative Culture, The Heart and Soul of Africa and it's published by Black Card Publishers. If anybody would like to get hold of a copy, is it in all leading bookshops? Is there a website? Right. The book is found in three ways. And see, I understand some people would want it for their personal uh, use, which is uh, the book uh, they could get into Creative Culture. That's my Facebook page. Okay. And as well, some people do not have uh, that facility. They could actually use 083-573-9900 for SMS purposes. And as well, the book itself, Nancy, is not actually, well, this is another way. We actually are actually inviting um, corporates and people to say that I offer training on social cohesion to encourage all the learners in the country to get to know each other. So now the book goes for free in such instances where a corporate would say okay you know what i would love for you to go and do this let's do this training in this where we look into prejudice we look into beliefs of ourselves about other cultures and we demystify that so that's where we get okay so mm -hmm. if anybody wants to get hold of a copy best they find you on facebook creative culture or send you an sms on that number that's right it's not available in the shops not on the shelves. okay let me give out the cell number once again but Chandra, thank you very much take okay. care thank you so much for having me Nancy. it's 083 573 0080 083 573 or find her on Facebook it's Creative Culture mm -hmm.